I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. O Lord, open thou our lips. Mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Psalm 144 is on page 519. Blessed be the Lord my strength, who teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My hope and my fortress, my castle and deliverer, my defender in whom I trust, who, who, who subdueth my people that is under me. Lord, what is man that thou hast set respect unto him? Or the son of man that thou so regardest him? Man is like a thing of naught, his time passeth away like a shadow. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth thy lightning, and tear them. Shoot out thine arrows, and consume them. Send down thine hand from above. Deliver me, and take me out of the great waters, from the hand of strangers whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of wickedness. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, and sing praises unto thee upon a ten-stringed lute. Thou hast given victory unto kings, hast delivered David thy servant from the sword. Save me and deliver me from the hand of strangers, whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of iniquity that our sons may grow up as the young plants, and that our daughters may be as the polished corners of the temple, that our garners may be full and plenteous with all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our fields, that our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no decay, no leading into captivity and no complaining in our streets. Happy are the people that are in such a case, Yea, blessed are the people who have the Lord for their God. Here beginneth the 11th chapter of the book of Exodus. And the, king, the Lord said to Moses, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. Afterward, he will let you go from here. When he lets you go, he will surely drive you out of here altogether. Speak now in the hearing of the people and let every man ask from his neighbor and every woman from her neighbor articles of silver and articles of gold. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants 
and in the sight of the people. Then Moses said, Thus says the Lord, About midnight I will go out into the midst of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn of the female servant who is behind the handmill, and all the firstborn of the animals. Then there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as was not like it before, nor shall be like it again. But against none of the children of Israel shall a dog move its tongue, against man or beast, that you may know that the Lord does make a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. And all these your servants shall come down to me and bow down to me, saying, Get out, and all the people who follow you. After that, I will go out. Then he went out from Pharaoh in great <clears throat> anger. But the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh will not heed you, so that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. So Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh, and the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not let the children of Israel go out of his land. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Here beginneth the 50th verse of the 15th chapter of the first epistle to the Corinthians. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has been put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us 
in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. With thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. Take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, mercifully to look upon thy people, that by thy great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore, both in body and soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Morning to all. We've skipped a few chapters, all of the uh, most of the plagues that came on Egypt and 
have gone forward to chapter 11, where the ultimate plague, the death of the firstborn. And there is in this um, the sort of battle that is in, is, has taken place between, you know, God, the Lord and Moses as the spokesman and Pharaoh. There's an underlying battle of, of God battling the the gods of the Egyptians because some of the various aspects of, of nature that were plagued related to how the Egyptians worship various idols. And what's interesting about, about the thing that, that pertains to how we look at the Christian life is, of course, God can obviously just show up and tell Pharaoh, you got to let him go and, and, and just knock Pharaoh down and just lead his people out. And, and but somehow God works through the, the process of history and um, never cancels out the freedom of people <clears throat> to either respond to or reject his word. And so Pharaoh, um, it's, it's just uniquely biblical that God says Moses to, to Pharaoh, hey, let my people go. And this is a word from God that Pharaoh must heed. But Pharaoh, um, there's, but, but he has to take it on face value as God's word by faith, which he doesn't do. He hardens his heart. And because he doesn't listen to the word of God, although the, the disobedience, there's lots of opportunity for Pharaoh to change his mind, but ultimately it results in the plundering of his country, that what God has said, let my people go, um, when God says something, it has to happen, and the consequences not listening to God are extreme, ultimately the death of the firstborn, uh, and because there's always a long-term consequence for hearing the word of God and not doing it, and so... Um, God will win the battle. And, you know, even in our own lives, sometimes we think, oh, well, you know what, you know, it doesn't look like God's really present, but the judgments of God manifest themselves over time. And just as in the story where he, he, um, he's able to bring the consequences on those who disobey, he's also able to separate his people who listen to his word, his chosen people, and he makes a distinction between the two. Because in the story, it's the, uh, you know, the, 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 it will be the blood over the doorposts that separates. But for us, it's, it's our, our existence in Christ, our baptism into Christ, our being saved by his blood that sets us apart. And as we, but that just, that's not like a magical thing. It means that we're in Christ. And as we hear the word of God and do it, um, God's God's favor rests upon us, even though there might be sufferings, we know ultimately there's going to be a deliverance. And those who hear the word of God and don't do it may in the interim look like they're prospering, but the end result is is what, what we see with Pharaoh and, and Egypt. The other interesting thing about today's lessons, they nicely match up um, the proclamation of, of the last plague and the great deliverance with the... Um, with the with the resurrection account in first corinthians where because these are matched up the great miracle of god in the old testament is saving israel by the death of the firstborn through the waters of the red sea and the great you know miracle in the in the new testament is is christ's uh blood for us and his rising from the dead the exodus from death to life and just as with in the old testament god put israel in the in the in the greatest straits with their backs up against the Red Sea and the approaching army before he, he delivered them. So with us, 
we're not we we're, we're going to uh, actually be we're, we will have to die but god's ultimate victory is to conquer that death uh, the trump will sound the dead will be raised and god doesn't mean just to sort of solve all the interim problems, but ultimately to conquer death itself and to give us life that that, that, that does not end in, in the resurrection at the last day. So a few thoughts on today's lessons. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Thank you for joining us this morning. May the Spirit of God go with you as you go out today, and we'll see you tonight. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a good Thank day. Thank you. Everybody.